Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how stupid I was to buy a miner <laughs> uh, and and a couple other things. Um, but uh, first and foremost, I want to thank our sponsor, the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto. Go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin Made Simple and use promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off your order and get your coins off the exchange because if you have not learned by now, it's a dangerous place. Binance is probably going down and they all will eventually. And how will that affect us? I don't know. But if you have it in your, if you have everything in your Bitbox O2 hardware wallet, you're going to be good to go. So uh, I would recommend you do that. Then um, also want to thank Upstream Data. I cannot wait to get my hands on the black box that is coming my way. And I'm going to actually probably use Crypto Cloaks to pump that heat even more directly into my heating system. Um, and then I'll be curious in the summertime if I turn that heat and move it towards, like, take the box out, the black box outside, maybe put it right by my pool filter. We have a heater that heats the pool, but I never run it because, first of all, it costs, I did the math, it costs like $3 an hour to run the pool heater. It's like, that's insane. And then, second of all, um, we have, uh, we have the, um, uh, sorry, I got distracted there for a second. Um, and then we have, uh, on top of that, we have the cup pool cover that, uh, the pool cover has a, um, you know, like the solar cover or whatever. So it heats it up. So never really needed to heat the water and I wasn't going to run the heater and cost all that money. Jesus Christ, $3 an hour. Um, but I wondered if I put the heater, if I put the black box outside and then just pump that hot air right onto uh, the heating coils there, if it'll work. So I don't know. We'll see. But uh, it is helping heat my house. I've talked to you guys about that. I'll uh, update you a little bit on that as we get into the colder months as I look out at a completely snow covered landscape in front of me um, as we get ready for what is going to be a white Christmas very excited about that um and uh merry christmas to you all and i just say merry christmas because um if you don't celebrate christmas i don't know what you celebrate so i celebrate christmas and i'm saying uh merry christmas and if you are offended by that and want me to say something different you know if i knew for example friends of mine that are jewish i say happy hanukkah um because I know they don't celebrate Christmas, but I don't know what everybody celebrates. So I just roll with it. Um, anyways, but uh, yeah. And also Movies Plus, go to mymoviesplus.com and use the promo code Corey. You get one year of Movies Plus for $24. That would be $2 a month for those of you that are mathematically challenged. Um, and you're going to get some great content. I'll get into that later but holy crap do we have some stuff you guys are gonna like so um first and foremost how stupid was i to buy a miner um <laughs> i saw somebody sorry for all the coughing <coughs> in the delays um i picked up uh inevitably picked up whatever my son had picked up that caused him to be out of school this whole week um, so hopefully we're just getting our sickness out of the way pre-Christmas and then we can, you know, just relax and enjoy the break. 
but yesterday I felt like death. I was going to do this yesterday, but I couldn't do that on. We had our like weekly movies plus team call. And I mean, I'm usually, I'm like, I run the show on it. Like I come with the agenda and then like, you know, our, um, not like in, not an administrative assistant. It's, she's like a business manager. Um, then she comes in, like follows up with all the points that, you know, or follow up items. And, but I was, I was struggling. Oh, have you ever had that meeting where you're just sitting there? You're like, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be alive by the end of this meeting. Um, there were a couple of times too, like during the call, I just started like talking and then I kind of got like, I was like, I don't know what I was, where I was going with that. And I was like, hang on, I lost my train of thought. And I mentioned, I was like, guys, I'm not feeling good. I apologize, but I still felt like adult. Um, so anyways, yeah, sorry for the pauses and for any coughing you might hear, I will try to keep it to a minimum. Um, but yeah, how stupid was I to buy a minor? Uh, I haven't thought I was stupid to buy a minor, but I saw somebody on Twitter say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't know who this person was, but I guess they bought a uh, a minor. And they said, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that buying a, a minor um, or, you know, buying ASICs, which is just the chips, FYI. So the ASIC is the chip inside of the minor um, or the hashing computer, if you want to call it that. Um, so, they said, how stupid was I? I think buying ASICs was like the dumbest decision of my life or dumbest deci financial decision I made this year. And I thought back on it and I was like, um, knowing what I know now, it would have been great to wait because <laughs> I bought my minor for $8,800. Granted, like I've told you guys before, I bought it with Bitcoin so for a while there, as the price of Bitcoin was going down, the price of the miners was going down and kind of like in parallel with it. Um, so it was like I, I spent 0.22 Bitcoin whenever the price was 40,000. Um, and, you know, as the price of the miners were going down with the price of Bitcoin, it was still roughly 0.22 Bitcoin. Um, and then I just saw the miner that I bought uh, for sale for $1,800. Uh, and the price of Bitcoin is currently like 16. I haven't even looked in like two days, but just assume it's around the where it's been balancing. So 16,500 is what I think it was at. I think the miner was like 1880. So that would be, a, uh, yeah, 0 0.11 Bitcoin. So I could have, if I'd, hodled that Bitcoin through this crash, I could have two miners running right now um, instead of one. So, yeah, uh, I guess it was a stupid decision. Um, looking forward, it's not because we all know where the price of Bitcoin is going to go eventually. Um, but, you know, sometimes, like, we all get caught up in that, like, you know, like the big picture, the big picture, the big picture. And we also, we kind of forget sometimes that there is a small picture for a reason, you know? And that's why I tell people like not to get over leveraged only by Bitcoin with money that you can afford to not touch for four years and, you know, stash away. And, and that's what you should, and make sure you have plenty of runway in case you lose your job or something, you know, cat catastrophic happens. Um, 
and uh you know and people can be quite critical of that but i don't i mean you have to live you know and like i think people lose sight of that um so you know yeah in the in the long run we know where bitcoin is going to go so it doesn't even matter bro it's going to go to the moon and you're going to be so happy that you bought that miner at 80 for $8,800 and you know you're basically hashing like my electrical cost for the miner if i turn the miner off i'd be getting the same amount of bitcoin just buying it at spot so um you know it's not even like profitable for me it's just like this dca machine that's just sitting there um so anyways i mean the only way it's actually i think profitable this winter is that it's helping me heat my house um i'm waiting till uh, January is the first full month that I have on record of us heating the house um, from a year prior. So, uh, so I'm curious to see how January looks, especially if the weather is similar. Um, let me paying very close attention to that, but I, I think that honestly, it's shaving probably like if I had to guess, I think in October it saved me like. $80 in heating in my heating electricity um so you know basically I was buying bitcoin at spot price and got an $80 discount on my heating so you know I'm still in that way coming out ahead um but uh you know there is the so like don't get caught up in the oh bro it's gonna go to the moon you know blah 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 we don't know when that's gonna happen we don't know like I'm as bullish as anybody but I'm also have learned to be realistic and you know you can't just be making your plans on a, on a, on a hope and a prayer and, you know, wishing that it's just going to shoot to the moon. If you're, if your financial plans are based on Bitcoin going to the moon, then you have bad financial plans. This isn't financial advice, but I'm just letting you know as a friend that if you have, if your entire financial outlook is based on that, then you're, uh, you're not going to be in a good position. Um, and so, you know, that's why I've been focusing on increasing my cash flows and, you know, getting movies plus to the point that we were cash flow positive was like the biggest accomplishment. Um, and it was great. And honestly, it was like, I don't think I would have, I don't know if I would have uh, done it. Like, not that I wouldn't have done it because, but like, you know, whenever you're, financially pressed you get stuff done and let's just be completely honest so i've told you guys you know like we were in a bitcoin standard um we if if bitcoin had gone to 100k as a company we would have been in great great space like we would have been a great in a great financial position we all know that if it went to 100 it was going to, you know, blow the roof off and, you know, at least have a spike up pretty high. Um, and company-wise, Movies Plus was going to be in a very good position financially on paper. But the problem is that was only because we were holding an asset, an asset that I know is extremely valuable. You all know that because you're listening to this. But um, we wouldn't have grown, we wouldn't have, increased and made our financial situation better because we were making good financial decisions 
or making good business decisions. The business wouldn't have been getting better, I guess. You know, it was a good financial decision. If Bitcoin went to 200K and we, you know, held the Bitcoin like we were holding, then yeah, it would have been a great financial decision. But business-wise, we'd probably be behind where we are. We'd probably be cash flow negative and not growing at the right pace, not making the right decisions and not, you know, plowing ahead like we should be. So in a way, I can be thankful that the price of Bitcoin has kind of forced me into this position where like it was like after the spring, you know, late spring of 2022, I was like, oh, shit, like this, this is not going to have a blow off the top. And we are way earlier than I thought we were. And I got a, I got a batten down the hatches and, um, you know, or before, like I was, I was growing the business. Um, but you know, like I was, you know, you're just kind of like going along and, you know, you know, adding things as you go. And then all of a sudden, boom, when that snaps into focus, you're like, Oh my God, this Bitcoin. Like, I think we all kind of had, at the company, but like Bitcoiners in general, we had like in the back of our mind, like, oh, Bitcoin will be, you know, like obviously it's going to go up. So like, you know, I'll just, I'll just hold and we'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, oh no, it's not, it's not fine right now. And this is a very tough economic time. I got to figure some shit out. Um, so that, you know, forced me to make better business decisions i believe um that forced my business partners to make you know better decisions as well and you know we're in a much better place for because like we're it's insane it's insane everyone all the people we talk to like when they'll, they'll ask like oh are you guys like how are you doing financially are you approaching cash flow positive and we're like oh no we are cash flow positive and they're like wow you know and i'm like i know like it is literally a miracle like looking back on it two years ago, starting a streaming platform, like with, I don't know, what did I initially, I don't know. Sorry for the sniffles. Um, I don't know if I initially put like 45 grand into it or something like that. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but if it, I don't know, like going back and looking at it, it's like, Oh, putting tens of thousands of dollars into a streaming platform in the hopes that you'll be able to compete with Netflix and everybody like that. Um, I had the belief and I was like running with it, but looking back on it, I'm like, now that I know how hard it was to get to this point, like Jesus Christ, that was, that was quite a lift to get to this point. And, um, and so I'm, I'm very grateful that we are at this point. And, and then also, you know, uh, I think Bitcoin dipping actually had a big hand in that. But so to get back to my point of, you know, the poor financial decision of buying a Bitcoin miner um, is like, you know, if I was looking, if I went back to, I think it was like beginning of May, whenever I actually purchased the miner, if I went back to that time and I sat there and looked at it more realistically and understood where we were, I would have just said, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till like the beginning of the fall to buy a miner because I shouldn't that, like, that was like excess money that given the turbulent times we were in and we were about to enter, if I was 
if I wasn't, I still wasn't completely honest with myself, but if I was completely honest with myself, I would have taken that 0.22 Bitcoin and parked it in cash just because I was like, you guys know, I was on zero, you know, like how stupid is that? Like how, how dumb is it to have absolutely no secure runway whatsoever for yourself? Um, so maybe park that and parked a little bit more just in cash um, and waited to see, you know, what was going to happen over the next three, four, five, six months. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, this opportunity would have rolled around where I'd have been like, if I would have parked it in cash, you know, I'd have $8,800 sitting there and I'd be able to buy <laughs> four, four miners with cash left. Over. So yes, I'd be in a better position if I was, um, if I had been smart and frankly, um, you guys should go back I'll maybe post it in the show notes. If anybody if any hasn't listened to it, or even if you have, just go back and listen, um, listen to me. And, um, when I talked to Hoddle Magoo, uh, back in April I think um I I DM'd him this recently and said like I said I'm really appreciative of that conversation because it opened my eyes to like how early we are and I just kind of that's when I started to like piece it together unfortunately I didn't piece it together quickly enough to get in the right mindset and um and wait on the minor purchase but you know uh, we don't always make uh, the perfect decisions. It's not how this works. Um, so yeah, so uh, we have to uh, we have to we have to deal with the decisions we've made. And um, you know, speaking of decisions that you've made, if you've decided to keep your Bitcoin on an exchange, and you're at risk of losing them, like FTX and all the other places that are going under, uh, you might want to get yourself a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift to Crypto. Again, shift to crypto.ch slash Bitcoin made simple. Use that as the promo code to get 5% off. Because um, that's a decision you can make right now and you won't regret it later. So, you know, I I guess I was stupid to buy a miner when I did. Um, personally, that'd be great to have a little bit more breathing room uh, on my end instead of holding a piece of computer equipment that uh has lost seven thousand dollars in value um so you know it is, is what it is uh can't uh, cry over spilled milk but i can certainly kick the floor and swear about it um because that's what i would do in real life fun story if you guys want to know a little tidbit i tweeted this out but uh now that i live out where i do i have a long driveway that goes down a not steep grade, but just a, a decent grade uh, hill. And it, uh, as I mentioned, we're snow covered here and it was icy the other night. I had my boots on, um, but I was taking the garbage cans down and I try to walk them down in front of me with their wheels rolling. But no matter what I do holding them in front of me, they actually they always, I can't do anything about it. They always spin around backwards and behind me. So through the summer, like I just walked down the hill with them like up against my butt 
you know, slowly walking. Um, and I was doing that. And at the like top of the hill, there was an ice patch that I stepped on, slipped and absolutely wrecked my arm and elbow and shoulder. And then both garbage cans started um, sliding down towards the street uh, full speed. So I had to like slide down the hill as fast as I could get to the first one, stop it, and then kick my leg out and stop the other one uh, before it went out of control. So that was, I'm sure, a sight to see. Um, somebody, when I tweeted it, said like, oh, get that CCTV footage before it, you know, goes away. And I said, life hack, live somewhere that doesn't have CCTV footage. Um, I do have cameras for my own personal safety, but I'm not in those cameras could pick up what I did, but I'm not going to post that not to be Mr. Paranoid, but I don't want you guys to know. And I don't want other people in the internet public to know where those cameras are stationed. So that's the other half of it. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was fun. Um, and that essentially was a microcosm. That was like a visual representation of what it was like for me buying a Bitcoin miner. Um, so, you know, another thing, I mean, you know, like how early are we? I, I Like we've got to be really, really, really early at this point. Um, like this is decades long. Luke, you know, one of the partners here one uh, has his show on the Bitcoin, you know, made simple podcast network. Luke, love you to death, man. But like $65 million Bitcoin by 2030. Holy crap. If that happens, even a $10 million Bitcoin by 2030, if that happens, this world is going to be unrecognizable probably for the worse by then. You know, maybe we hit a million by then. That's reasonable. Um, you know, because we could have a leg up again and, you know, a couple legs up and, you know, it's it's exponential. But, but I mean, to think that we're going to overthrow the, the fiat money printing regime in the matter of, you know, a decade, decade and a half, it's crazy. Like, it, this is such a longer play. The Fed, everyone else has so many other tools. They have so many other cards to play before the game is over. We know the game is over for them. They're just able to prolong the game. And I think personally, a lot of their goals are to prolong the game as long as they can until they're no longer in power and can't be held liable for what has happened. But that being said, um, I think, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's not the quick, it's not the quick fix overnight sensation that we thought it was going to be, or that I think a lot of us at the beginning thought it was going to be. It's going to be a lot longer road. It's going to be a harder road. Um, so the good news is you have plenty of time to stack sats, I think. And uh, just keep, you know, like I said, money that you can afford to not touch for four plus years. Just put it out there. Um, and uh, and buy some Bitcoin, put it in cold storage on your Bitbox O2 hardware wallet. Um, and uh, you'll be in a much better position. You know, if you're like in your 50s, 
sure you probably need like a quicker solution if you're in your 60s you need an even quicker solution um but like if you're like me or if i mean i'm in my 30s if you're in your 40s even you know but if you're younger than that like you've you got plenty of time man like just stay 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 humble and stack sets as odell says it's the best advice i have found yet in the bitcoin space um so you know just uh just keep at it and the one thing i thought of too recently is i was like are we in the age of abundance um and i don't necessarily mean like energy hopefully we eventually enter the age of abundance for energy so that we have you know abundance of energy and it's cheap and pu- pushes innovation and and helps everything grow but I was thinking about it sorry that was gross i'm not going to go through and edit all these i apologize but it is what it is um uh so i was thinking about this with um like if you're like me in your 30s you probably had like grandparents that grew up in the depression so like i remember my wife hearing stories my wife's uh grandmother would wash ziploc bags and reuse them because people that grew up in the depression it was an absurd thought to them to throw anything away everything could be reused why would you throw it away and buy more and obviously the depression was before we got off the gold standard not saying that at that point they were on a they were the federal reserve existed at that point so it was uh already going downhill but are we in this weird condition? Like we've been conditioned to want abundance, to be wasteful in our spending and um, in our usage. Like I get really frustrated how much like not excess, like, I mean, I'm not rich, but like um, it really drives me nuts is like when I see the number of toys my kids have i'm not mad that they have toys i just sit there and look at them like god how many of these they don't play with and you know a lot of them come from other people that give them as gifts and i'm not a scrooge i'm not gonna sit there and be like no kids you can't have toys i mean you don't want to be those parents because then your kids just end up weird i guess um and uh so you know and i mean toys are fine but like we just we get to this point like the consumerism you know the seeing commercials and stuff that play before videos my kid and it's always it's pushing these toys pushing these toys pushing products everything everywhere you look is being products are being pushed on you and it's all to buy these material things that have no value and you end up with an abundance of them you know um so case in point i don't know i mean maybe my parents are listening but um and this is this is just an example so they came up for christmas and they you know traveled up so they had the cooler in their car and they have a new cooler and i just literally thought of this because me and my wife have had the same cooler the entire time we've been married and you know unless like unless we needed something bigger i can't imagine us getting a new one but like i thought about my grandpa's cooler and like i'm pretty sure that thing was from the stone age you know um because he grew up in the depression so like it's just this weird mindset that we live in now where it's like if something isn't working exactly right we just we just 
freaking throw it away, man. Like we just throw it away and that's, and then that's, you know, we go by, we go by a replacement Christmas lights. Great example of that, by the way, Christmas lights use more energy than Bitcoin mining. So suck it. Um, but yeah, the, the Christmas lights last like two years max, like on the boxes at target, they will be like guaranteed the last three years, which I'm like, first of all, bullshit. Second of all, um, like you can't like, aren't things, aren't things supposed to work? You know, like bulbs will burn out. You just replace them. But like they have all those little bulbs that are, you know, tiny little ones that are absolutely impossible to replace uh, unless you want to sit there and replace 150 of them. Um, or, you know, like it, what it should be is like you have a strand of lights and like, you know, two a year go out and you replace them and the whole strand works. But no, like 100 of them out of the 150 go out and you have to test each single, oh, which one is it? And it's like, well, this is pointless. What am, I'm just going to go to the store and buy another one because it's three bucks. And really, it doesn't cost that much, whatever. But we just live in this age where it's like, eh, just get a new one. Don't worry about it. Um, like the same thing with um, the phones. You know, uh, I was guilty of like, you know, every two years getting a new iPhone. Um, and even like the last couple that I got, I was like, I don't think there's anything different with this. <laughs> like I, I just, there's it, like, it was that cool moment of like opening the electronics and like, Oh my God, new phone. And then you're like, Oh, it's like the same thing as the other one, but the, it just, the, the physical casing that it's in looks different. And then we go and buy a case and put it in a case and it just looks like a rubber brick that looks stupid um actually for my one of my iphones i kept it out of the case the whole time it was if you remember that uh it was, they called it the piano key black i had that one kept it out of the case the whole time shattered the screen like three times but uh it was like this thing looks so much better it's more aesthetically pleasing this way anyways and that was back in my fiat mindset now like i have i think the 11 and I bought it um, uh, three years, like a little over three years ago. And, you know, my wife has mentioned before, like, oh, we should get new phones. I was like, yeah. And then, like, I look into them. I'm like, they don't, like, do anything different. So, I mean, the only thing that's different is an upgraded camera. But I also am, like, actively trying to spend less and less time on my phone. So, I'm like, I don't want something that, is going to attract me to spending more time on my phone. So yeah, it's just this, this mindset that we live in where it's like, Oh yeah, two years are up. I guess it's time to get a new phone and you know, you get a new one, they rope you into a contract and, and you're stuck. And it's this perpetual cycle of using stuff, using, 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 and this age of excess, this age of abundance, we need this age of abundance to change from an abundance of things to an abundance of life and energy and love. Hey, if you want to get all sappy about it, that's what we need. That's how we, that's how we fix the world. Keep it the age of abundance, but switch it from things that don't matter to things that matter. Um, so that's my motto and I'm sticking to it. Uh, also wanted to talk to you guys about uh, movies plus what we got going on. 
Um, if any of you know anything about Keat.io, I'm working on downloading it. I just haven't had a freaking moment to actually sit there and play with it. Um, but Guy Swan and Jeff Swan both like were hitting me up. They're like, oh my God, dude, the decentralized server farm that you wanted to do, totally possible. You need to download Keat.io, start start messing with it. Um, apparently it's like a I think it's like a like a BitTorrent type thing and seeding from multiple uh servers so that you can transfer massive files quickly. Um and so I'm definitely digging into that. Um, and we will implement that into Movies Plus so that hopefully I would love it if sometime in 2023, if I can come on here and tell you guys, hey, guess what? Go here on your node or wherever and become a server for Movies Plus. That would be pretty, pretty dope. And that would mean things are going in the right direction. Um, but uh, yeah, we have our Movies Plus originals coming out uh, in January on uh, the 15th of January. We have a movie, um, the filmmaker, Miriam. She is the filmmaker. Uh, she was behind the movie, um, The Disappearing. I, th- I might be getting the title wrong, but it was The Disappearing of the Bees. Um, and it was on Netflix, won a bunch of awards. Um, but then she kind of got blackballed uh, and blacklisted because she wasn't going with the narrative. Um, and uh, And she is a uh an excellent filmmaker um but she has a documentary called the real timeline that comes out it's a movies plus original on january 15th and the real timeline uh what she does is she goes in she got all the footage all the security footage everything that you could piece together from the george floyd incident and put it together in the actual timeline of what happened um you know she makes some claims that maybe I wouldn't, I don't know. Like I'm, I don't hundred percent agree with anybody. So that's, the, that's the way it is. Um, but she certainly raises some questions about that uh, timeline that are interesting and questions that haven't been allowed to ask, to be asked elsewhere. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's an interesting uh, documentary that I think, uh, as you guys have learned at this point, we're just, uh, you know, bringing on the heat, uh, all the stuff that's controversial, I guess, just ends up on our platform. Um, so that, and then, uh, I'm not sure when this is going to come out. Actually have a call later today to decide this, um, or at least start the conversation. I'd love it to come out in January, probably end of February, beginning of March, maybe. Um, but it's called the dividers. And it is about uh, the, I told you guys, I think about the Shia LaBeouf uh, video where he would stand in front of a camera at an arts installation and say, he will not, he will not divide us. Like (laughs) it was, it was really cultish and weird. Um, uh, And then the internet started trolling him. And uh, if you remember, they stole his flag that said, he will not divide us. And that was one of the most satisfying things I've ever experienced in my life. I still remember when I saw that headline and I was like, oh, the internet wins. Um, So, uh, yeah, excited about that. And then episode two and three of Q Sent Me will be coming out. Um, And the, you know, hopefully we can advertise, but as you guys know, we can't right now uh, and we're getting deplatformed. So that's been interesting. Um, And then the steel, uh, the Steel is about uh, Ali Alexander following the 
the stop the steal movement. Um, and I'm hoping to get some other Bitcoin content for you guys. I can't announce anything yet, but it should be exciting. Um, so anyways, that's all I have for you guys. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and enjoy the holiday with your family. Take some time, relax, reflect on what you have in your life and the things that are most precious to you. And also get yourself a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto. Go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin Made Simple. Use promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off. I'll talk to you guys later. See ya.